You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Borderline Idealist. This is AJ. Hi, this is Chris. Are, are you finally ready, Chris? I've been ready. No, you had to get coffee. I've been waiting on AJ. You made me make coffee for you. I'm a little angry, guys. <laughs> and that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about BPD anger. Um, this is part two to our uh, anxiety and anger episode. Um, we really want to focus on uh, BPD anger um, and how that can come out of depression, anxiety, um, and also how that BPD anger uh, can affect relationships, dating. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, <laughs> so Chris is going to talk about, you know, when uh, I tried to describe, I guess, that to him, you know, what, what that kind of anger would be, um, that of like irrational things sometimes or just mm -hmm. like criticisms and um we're going to talk about <clears throat> you know those those times in in the past and how reminiscent chris, how chris can uh also how chris also sees it in um how in the I present experience <laughs> yeah <in> the, <laughs> how you know it's, it's in the past but it's also in our present too um and we're going to go over some ways to help control it. So this, when, when we were doing some research on it, we were, oh, oh, Chris, really? <laughs> I was going to see how long it was. you were going to go until you remembered. Okay, well, we would like to thank, <laughs> we would like to thank Jessica. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Hi, Jessica, uh, for being Jessica a... is a sponsor, a new sponsor of the show. Mm -hmm. a, she became a patron. A, yeah, she became a patron that's. Uh, helping us with posting for our, our website uh, to keep us going. We really appreciate that. Um, so you can go to um, our website, borderlineidealist.com, um, and look at the um, the patron link. Mm -hmm. The support link? Yeah, support link if you're interested in helping us and being an awesome uh, person like Jessica. <laughs> yeah, and if you think these conversations are... Uh, doing you good and may do other people good. Um, we hope that you share them with people. And, you know, of course, you're, you know, if you can't donate money, your listen is more than enough. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we love just having that support. So now that we've, je uh, thank Jessica, let's dive, in. dive into a little BPD anger. So, so what's the difference between BPD anger and regular anger? Why are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I know why you're asking me. What? <laughs> why? I mean, that, that is a good question. Um, when, when we were talking about this topic, Chris, <laughs> I was talking about, oh, we're going to have to talk about Chris anger versus my anger. <laughs> so let's remember that question, Chris, so, so that okay. we don't forget. Okay, okay. so let's go to so <laughs> like th this is this is a good way to look at it. So how I see BPD anger is that it's it's rational, uh, illogical. Um, it's jumping to it's jumping to conclusions about things, um, about criticisms or. Um, things that things that you feel are already hard for you to do. You don't want other people to be, uh, yeah, critical of you, or I guess say anything mm -hmm. <laughs> that could be negative because you'd be like, oh, now I'm thinking of that. It's your fault because I'm feeling this way, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you have to, man. Just like I tell you a lot, girls. Um, like I have a really hard time believing in myself. <laughs> you know, so I'm just. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that BPD anger is, is a, 
it's a it's almost a flare up. Right, that's how Sometimes. I describe a flare up. Like it goes from zero to sixty. Yeah, and I. And sometimes it can be like, um, well, kind of like you said, irrational. Not necessarily irrational, just that unexpected. I guess is well, for not, me is another word. Not because, based on, not based on. Well, facts. I, just like jumping to conclusions. Right, that's, yeah, yeah. And like sometimes. I'm just left behind like, what did I say? What did I do? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did things go wrong? <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah. Well, I, I still want to talk about, Chris, the way that, that uh, you handle anger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do want to dive into that a, a little bit more with my anger in the past and other people that have BPD, maybe can vouch for this. Uh, we've tried, we've uh, may have let our our anger go in unhealthy ways. So I used to uh, hit walls or hit doors, hmm. um, look out because I I could hit people. Um, there was a um, there was a, a boyfriend that we uh, got into this really loud thing, and I ended up like punching him. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not funny. I just felt I felt it was it was a weird mix of emotions because it was just like my my um my I can't I can't even remember what we were fighting about. I don't think it was anything that anyone had done. I think it was about something that had made me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know um and i think that he had grabbed my arm and i ended up punching him and then we just stopped fighting and then i started crying and he started laughing um and Mm -hmm. it was it was horrible for me because one i i feel like i'm a pacifist like i don't i don't like to fight and and two i don't want to hit the person i love and three, uh, I feel like we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but I don't want, um, I don't want to be like a, a stereotype of somebody with BPD that they're just, they're going to murder you in your sleep or going to take you out or something. Oh, I uh, thought you were going to go with an angry black man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, okay, well, we can do an episode of stereotypes for a but no, just like with, with BPD, you know that they're just mm-hmm. they can't control themselves, and that and that was when I was I wanted to say my my twenties, uh, early twenties. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a like a horrible, weird experience for me. Yeah, and so would you say during that time you had a harder time? Control my emotions. Controlling your emotions. Yes. And your yourself. Yes. Physically. To the point. To the point where they were they were coming out in physical ways mm-hmm. that I. It's odd. It's like it, it's like they were coming out in physical ways that I be, because I, I guess I wasn't getting them out in in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it in, in the right way, and. You know, I I didn't want to become like a raging, person. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Anyway, yeah, I, I, you know, after that, I definitely, and and before that too, I had definitely done some work on myself controlling this anger. You know, what can I do to control this anger? How can I make it so it doesn't get to this point? You know, even when um, it becomes so stressful that I just become so upset with myself or just so frustrated that that it comes out this way. So... I tried to separate myself and and take some time to kind of think about it and be like, okay, what was this set like this? Are, are you sure? You know, maybe you're just making this up, I think. So <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like in, in the past, I would have handled it by um, either being physical or, or yelling, yelling, yelling a lot, you know, getting very angry. But now what we have... Fight. I think that, or, when that yelling. well, well, I think <laughs> when when that anger hits me though, I feel more like I will disappear on you, 
Or you'll see me get up and you're like, where are you going? And I'll say, oh, to the bathroom. But you won't mm-hmm. see me again. I'll be like in mm-hmm. the room or I'll just put myself a- away from you. Yeah. Um, but I don't, feel, I don't feel like... You walk away to cool yeah. down. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like... I don't feel like it... it we can yell sometimes during during arguments, but I, I don't... I never feel, yell. Okay. <laughs> we can yell sometimes during... Um, I uh, Yes, I, I yell sometimes <laughs> during arguments. But I feel like most of the time... Because of my past, I've learned to kind of separate myself and even if I feel like I was wronged, just keep it to myself because if I try to explain it to you, you're going to tell me that it do- that doesn't make any sense or that's not what I meant or, and I'm just, I just, I feel like I just, I, I don't even want to deal with all that because I know it doesn't make sense. I just need to go and process mm-hmm. it alone. So I don't know. That was just a little story of, you know, how... You know, when I first realized I had BPD and going through all this stuff and learning, um, and then, you know, how I how I try to do it now. Um, but Chris, we want to talk about your anger. <laughs> the non-existing anger? Chris, Chris's anger is so different from mine. Chris doesn't get angry. He does not get angry. So <laughs> I'm the one that, that usually gets angry. Like if, if I, I do get angry sometimes. Huh? I do get yeah, angry Yeah, sometimes. you do. But it not... Okay, not, well... Not, not, not rage. I guess not, that's what I should say. Not rage. Not... not um. Yeah, I'm very passive-aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> passive. Um, and... I've been told that word because I've sent out <laughs> a, couple of, when, a couple of emails at work. Sometimes... Aimed at particular people. Other times it's more general. <laughs> but my coworker one time <laughs> texted me. He's like, what was that email about? Because <laughs> it was, I guess it was passive aggressive. And I was like, just very courteous to the point, um, you know, to avoid any future confusions. Let's do this. And, um, and moving forward, uh, your cooperation. I remember at the very end is like, your cooperation is appreciated. Thank you. What a jerk! <laughs> I was like, I was. It was just I was trying to make it as nice as possible while also being very straightforward and be like, "This is what needs to happen." <laughs> but he's like, "Yeah, I, eat. I know your people can be very passive aggressive." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." Um, I feel I feel like I'm passive aggressive too, but I'm I'm, I'm passive aggressive aggressive. Yeah, like kind of, kind of sarcastic, like, "Well, maybe if you did it this way." Mm-hmm. You know, well, it makes more sense to do this. I don't know, Chris. Maybe if you, you know, that's more. Yeah. Me. Well, see, for me, it's like I think this is where our background kind of influences us. At mm-hmm. least for me, more. Mm-hmm. I grew up around, and I, you know, now that I was hearing you talking, was my mom was very angry too. Like she had a lot of angry flare-ups when we were younger. It was hard for her. Um, to control it sometimes. I mean, I was scared when we would never want to see mom's angry because she would like her eyes would pop out. <laughs> it was like you know, like you did not want to make mom angry, and <clears throat> you know she would hit us sometimes. So I think it was part of that. I don't know what she was going through emotionally, mentally. I mean, I know some of the stuff, but um, I think maybe the younger age at a younger age it's harder for you to control your emotions both emotionally physically um and just mentally i guess you know maybe that's why she was so angry back then was because she didn't know how to deal with that some of the stuff so any little thing could set her off you know it would be like not waking up early on saturday to clean the house you know um, and I mean, when you tell me this stuff now, your mom, your mom is the, is the sweetest person ever. Like I, <laughs> like like when you tell me this stuff, I'm like trying to see her that way. Yeah, but I, I could never. We get a lot of that. I, I could. <laughs> and like a, a lot of our friends, and sweetest, I, like almost my like a quiet. She she loves to give yeah. hugs. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, growing with up with her must have been like you know do you want some cookies and milk you know when you wake up and you know i mean she was very sweet and loving growing up yes but she also had her dark side where it could be it could be like a snap thing too i don't know maybe she had do you think that that could also be a part of trying to be harder on you because you're you're young and trying to make a um 
you know, I feel, I feel like sometimes parents do that. They try to be a little harder on their children because I, I guess the logic is life life is going to be uh, kind of hard on you. Yeah, it's going to be tough on you, so, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was, mostly I think it was just she didn't really know how to, looking back, I think it was she didn't know how to handle hmm. certain things or maybe sometimes, oftentimes probably she was overwhelmed. Um, and, you know, looking back as an adult now through our lives and how, like, I'm, I'm amazed at how my parents were able to bring us up and give us all that we have and the opportunities that we have, seeing as they were, like, immigrants to this country, they didn't speak the language, and so how they made it possible to <clears throat> buy a house and give us an education and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, a lot of things, so... There was a lot of obstacles in their way that they were able to get through. And I'm amazed at how my mom was able to walk that path as hard as it was for her. Yeah. Uh, So I think a large part of it was just her maybe being overwhelmed or not knowing how to handle certain things. But so, as I was going to say... so I grew up She was angry a lot. I remember, like, I never wanted to see her angry. So now... That had, that had an emotional scar on me, I guess. A psychological scar on me. Because it's hard for me to be around people who are that angry. Like, angry yelling. You know? And I, we've talked about this where <clears throat> it's hard for us, for me, to be in an argument with you when you're angry and you're yelling. Because, I don't know, I can't oh, okay, escape okay, okay. It. I wanna, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to tell our friends now. Okay. So, yeah, Chris is angry. Back to that. Oh boy, this is this is something that you gotta see. Like, I, I will I will be fired up about something, you know. And if I raise my voice at Chris, he he's looking, he he just looks so, he he's so polite and so loving, and so I'll raise my voice at him, and then Chris will explode with this. You can't imagine. It's it's almost like your mom. Chris will explode yeah, yeah. with like this this deep booming voice, like you will not yell at me. Don't yell at me. And I'm just, I. I when Chris starts to yell, like I, I lose my voice. Like I, I don't even know what to say. It, it's, it's like scary, and and it kind of turns me on, also. You know, <laughs> so just I, I'm just not a much. Maybe sometimes I just do that so I can get you there. Oh <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but it's, yeah, you're that. I just find that so interesting. It's like I, I feel like. Maybe you have such a a control over your your emotions that you're able to, um, and you you are actually it's sort of like you you do with um with your anxieties and your troubles and and, and things. I feel like sometimes I have to kind of ask you what's going on because you're um you you're like keeping that that stuff to yourself, yeah. but especially yeah especially. Anger, you you do not like yelling. You don't like you don't like raised voices, Mm-mm. and that's because that's a tra- uh, uh, that's like a trauma for me. Mm. I feel like that's what it is. Um, being like at a young age, growing up and hearing my mom mm-hmm. that that very anger, like passionate anger, and like just her yelling and screaming or I mean I don't because I don't remember my, I don't recall my dad yelling like that you know so I I've, <laughs> I don't know I'm sure he did yell but it's always been my mom's impression that I've had and I think that sort of scarred so me so it was now. like your your mom yelling at you to like discipline you um not necessarily I think it was just like uh ranting like yelling ranting like you know um so for example i gave an example of us not um getting up early to clean or something i can't okay so that's dis- that's disciplining you so well, well i guess but well i just wanted to say like when we said that you know yelling in your past kind of focuses on your mom when i think about it yelling was always um it was always like it was my parents you know my parents Both. were always Yelling yeah. at each other, um, and, <laughs> and so um, 
I don't know. I feel like that maybe uh, that kind of, because when I think about like my past relationships, I can kind of remember, you know, some yelling or some, some fights like that. And I'm like, maybe that kind of influenced what I think my relationships might, uh, what they're kind of supposed to be about. Uh-huh. Like you're, you're supposed to argue like that. I, I guess. I mean, I just, I know that that doesn't yeah. make sense, but yeah. Well, see for my, my dad would not yell back at my mom that I, so your for dad the longest you. time he would just, you know, um, put his head down or just walk away or just like ignore her, you know, mm-hmm. walk away and ignore her. I think is the, the most common thing. He would go out mm-hmm. and do whatever else or go off to work or whatever. And so my mom and then so we would be left behind with wow. my mom still angry and, you know, ranting on. But I think for those reasons, uh, that's how, so that triggers me when I hear yelling, it kind of triggers me. And then it, it's kind of, it, it, um, the way that I describe it is it, it uh, activates the flight or fight um sensation Mm -hmm. like part of me just wants to run out and but um you know i have to have to stay i can't run so it i just like push it all down like that anxiety like it really i feel like a very anxious like panic attack almost like when i hear people yelling um well i mean you're you know when when you like you know, yell back at me, that's a deterrent for me. Right? <laughs> the, and see, when, when I <laughs> get there... Like, let but, me just walk away silently. <laughs> like, I don't want to... I don't want to excite <laughs> When I get there, that's like... That's because I've broken through my limit of what I can, you know, just mm-hmm. push down. Like, so all that anxiety, I bottle it up, and I'm like put, suppressing it, bottling it up, and then it, if it keeps going and I am stay in that environment, like, I feel like that just explodes like carbonated you know soda you shake it up and you try to compress it and so and my response is like and it's kind of like that's where my fight kicks in mm-hmm. instead of my flight um so i project a very booming boisterous sound Okay, so look, you don't have to in say... In an effort to, I guess, end it? I don't know. You don't have to say fight or flight anymore. We get it. You took psychology in college. Oh, okay? Now, is it nature or is it nurture? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. That sort of reminded me of psychology. <laughs> um, so that's... I mean, it's really tough. Um, it, it's... Re- I, I mean, not to hate myself the victim or anything, but I feel like it's really tough on me when, when we get into arguments... And you're yelling because it takes a lot for me to like listen to you and and try to listen to you with an open mind, like to, to try to take in the information that you're trying to convey. And and as the victim, uh, I would like to say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I just, you said you're not, so somebody has to be. I mean, mm-hmm. Who is it? One of the cats? Mm-hmm. Uh, when. When I'm talking to you about something that I'm really passionate, uh, passionate about, I guess, <laughs> do you realize how my voice start? I'll start like raising my voice, mm-hmm. and I have to like just be like, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm like, and Chris, I love you very much, but I don't understand what I'm just like. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> like my, but I think that's very interesting to see how how different people experience anger. This is somebody. With this, this so-called BPD rage, with BPD um, anger over here, that that's telling you that that's me over here. I, hi guys, uh, that's that's telling you how I experience anger, and then you're somebody that um, isn't diagnosed with anything, doesn't have BPD, um, and how how you experience anger. So I think there are, like there's similarities between how we experience our anger i mean you know we're talking about when you mentioned earlier about that that flare-up mm-hmm. right it, it kind of seems like it comes from nowhere because we're talking normally mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you know you jump to 10 you know and dial up like whereas to for me and i feel like maybe this is the difference is that it takes a, it takes a while for me to get to that level to that 10 you know like and even just and because I'm, I'm a pacifist and I'm non-confrontational in general, like even if somebody's like arguing with me or trying to fight me or something, you know, uh, I'm always l- less inclined to to go to that space, 
am more inclined to just be like uh, to defuse the situation or to um, ignore it. Well, I, I wonder if people uh, with BPD experience anger in a, in a different way than I do. You know, like going to that tin or <clears throat> or... Uh, or there, there have to be people that don't have BPD that also have that kind of anger problem too. Yeah, and I wonder if I wonder if uh, how much are um, I brought up nature versus nurture, mm-hmm. but how much of that has an effect on how um, how we how we like, like how you were saying that you know that that experience with your mom affects how you experience anger mm-hmm. um and I, I think i i kind of think my past with with anger is also in, in um influenced by that so i wonder if mm-hmm. other people with bpd if they i don't know are <laughs> if they the general thing y- yeah i'm just thinking like you know how i you know <laughs> Okay, I, I know why I go from 1 to 10. It's because sometimes you'll say something that I feel like is, is critical or something. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to say something. Uh, like, if I ask you about a picture or a story that I wrote, mm-hmm. and you say, mm, I don't get this or I don't understand. I'm like, well, what don't you understand? You're like, eh, I don't really know. Then I just, you know, then I feel like that's not an answer. I'm getting I'm getting mad. I'm getting, you know, excited. Like, ah, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But other people, I guess, would experience that anger by, I don't know, keeping it to themselves, you know, and then going off later and and dealing with it. Yeah, or being um, (laughs) passive aggressive. So, I don't know. I I just feel like there's there's a connection to the way that we're brought up, to how we experience anger, and, and then having... BPD, which which also comes comes along with a a certain kind of rage. Well, uh, uncontrollable feelings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because it could, and then it can be rage, or it could be you know the other types of emotions that you feel as well that are intense and that you can't control. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I think it all comes down to um, trying to be trying to be understood, trying to make people. Um, I guess understand what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's what I was mentioning earlier. It's like whenever you, and that's why I don't like when I, when I notice that you're raising your voice. I sometimes I'm like time in like okay, please lower your voice because for one, I think as you raise your voice, you're letting your emotion take over. So then you're less rational about things. Like I think I think that's a constant truth that. As you're more emotional, well, well, sometimes it, I feel sometimes I feel <laughs> sometimes I feel like it's okay for emotions to, to, especially when I'm right. Like if I, um, if I was like, Chris, did you do this? And you're like, No, I didn't. Then we get into a fight, and you're like, Oh wait, yes, I did. I'm like, Aha! You know that that's when I would, you know, I feel like that. That's when I can get all emotional. You did do wrong. Um, but I I do want to pose this this question for anybody listening with. BPD, um, we hear a lot about the rage and anger. So, you know, there everyone can't experience this BPD anger the same way. So, um, I wonder if other people are are silent with their anger, or maybe take it out on themselves, or uh, if they've always had control of. Their anger. I mean, maybe the the BPD anger. Who are who are these people? Maybe, maybe there are people with with BPD that have never experienced that that type of rage and have always had um, some kind of con- control on it. You know, maybe like like you, Chris. I feel like you kind of have a BPD. Um, no, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there can't be two of us in a relationship. That's too much. <laughs> no, like you have some kind of control on your anger. You know, um, I mean, it's I still tried to it's yes, yeah, it's, it's still there. But you know, maybe like these safeguards in place. I guess if yeah. somebody's yelling, then you need to shut it down because that's well, I guess not safeguard like a, a trigger or yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just 
interested in that. So I just wonder if uh, anybody with BPD has um, a different way of, of that, that they experience anger. Um, if you guys want to stop by our website or send us an uh, email at borderlineidealists uh, at gmail.com, I'd really be interested in hearing yeah. about that. I was wondering, um, when you were um, harming yourself, um, was it any of that during, due to, like, anger? Uh, yeah, mostly anger at myself. That's what was, that was basically taking something out on mm-hmm. myself. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm, <clears throat> yeah, instead of, like, punching a wall or something, just, just inflicting that pain on myself. Mm-hmm. And, so I guess that's... I mean, I, I feel like in the past, like, I experimented, experimented with different ways to deal with my anger, but also my my feelings of loneliness and and depression, but those like intense emotions, like mm-hmm. I try to to dull them down. So it um, seems like you they, that has changed over time. Then yeah, <clears throat> because I you. yeah, and I think a lot of that is trying to you know do some anger management on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like. You know, when, when you, <laughs> I, I, I call it like thinking too much. I like think too much about stuff mm-hmm. and you have that kind of anxiety. Um, you have to learn how to sit down and try to think about things logically. Calm your mind. Yeah. Or I think thinking in a, in a positive manner, um, try to reach out to people that, that can help you think in a positive manner, but it can be very easy to get stuck in those negative thoughts. And then if you get stuck in those, then you're trapped in anger. And then I guess I feel like when that anger is done, that you just kind of crash to depression. depression. Um, so it's a, it's a slippery slope, you know? Didn't you... So you took some anger management courses when uh, when you were um, in. I thought you told me. I may have um, in in the the, hospitalized. Yeah, I mean, in the mental hospital, they make you take. um, I mean, a lot of a lot of everything. Yeah, anger management. um, Trying to educate you on substance abuse, on on all that kind of stuff, but. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think mostly it was, it was I, I had to recognize what what set me off, um, and when when I was feeling that anger, when I start to feel that anger build, I have to recognize. Um, I have to come up with something to do or some somewhere to put it. Um, what. One thing I noticed that um, is that when you're angry and you walk away, um, you you're still angry later, like even if it's a whole day later, or something. So you, it seems like you hold on to your anger a little bit more than I do. Like I can be angry with you tonight, and then tomorrow I wake up and I'm like, okay, that's done to say angry or something. Um, but I, I seem like I'm able to move on past it or at least, you know, I, I don't know. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) um, when we, when we have those moments where I walk away and I, I say things silently, I, I don't, (laughs) I don't want you to chase after me and be like, what's wrong? Cause I probably, I probably wouldn't tell you. Um, because I just, I've done I feel, that and I feel kind of, visit. I feel kind of stupid for, for being angry over whatever I'm angry over, like something stupid and small, but, um, yeah, sometimes those, those emotions will eat me up and there are times where I'll, I'll walk away, go to sleep, wake up, 
And it's like the weekend and you're like still in here playing games. You never came to bed. Oh yeah, I'm going to be silent to you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be mad. You didn't... And I was like, Chris, you can't leave me alone with my emotions. I can't do that. Like, I just, I need help. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, help me. No. Help me with my emotions. No. Like, I can't control them. It's hard because you're like, when I do follow you, when I do follow you and I'm like, let's talk about this. What's wrong? You're like, no, leave me alone. I don't want to talk about it right now. So then I leave you alone. And the next day you're like, you left me alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you told me to. <laughs> and you were angry still. So, I mean, it's kind of hard um, to, like, I, uh, I kind of feel like I'm blind and I'm feeling for your contours. Well, Chris, I mean, I'm I'm obviously telling you, I mean, it's, it's there from your face what what I want and what I need. Like, it's it's there if you would just open your eyes and see. And it is that... Um, nobody is sure because I'm not even sure because because <laughs> I'm I'm mad either way. But I think what well, it really comes down to is that I I have to um, I think this is why I go into the room too because I have to I have to, um, talk to handle you. it my handle it myself. Like I have to um, find way some way to. <laughs> I'm just trying to think to about how. It. Yeah, yeah, to process it. Like when when I feel like I'm I'm mad or something small, I'm just like, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this? And then, um, I feel like when I I I don't want to describe it to you because um or tell you what's going on, that makes me even more mad. And I'm like, you should know what you did, you know. And just it, I don't know. I feel like I feel like some it's that mind reading thing. I feel like you should be a mind reader and that you should know that I'm sensitive and that uh, and, and that kind of brings us to another topic um when uh when we were doing some research on this I uh came across this website about BPD anger mm-hmm. um and it was saying that people it was like one of those uh beware yeah d- beware <laughs> disgruntled people um they're just like people with BPD um know how to control their anger they're just you know, um, acting like they have these problems because when they go to school or other things, you know, they're out in public, they control their anger. But when they're around like loved ones and stuff, and those are the people that they're yelling at and take stuff out on. And that's because they don't care. <laughs> it's like, they, they no, really no, it said because they, um, they know that they can use and abuse you and you mm-hmm. won't leave, mm-hmm. you know. And I was, um, and I was like, dang, there might be some truth to that. <laughs> you know, I know, I know they were saying saying about it in a um, derogatory way. yeah a derogatory way, but I think people with BPD we do tend to. I mean, I can still have anger in public and, and towards you know a teacher in a classroom or, or or stuff like that, but I am more prone to have it towards people that I love. Not, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's because I don't think that you'll leave me. I think oh, it's be- I will. Because, <laughs> because, you know, that doesn't really make much sense. You know, you don't want to get angry and yell at somebody um, that you love, you know? I think that it's... <laughs> as strange as it sounds, I think that sometimes I love you so intensely that it becomes anger. Um, uh, or or sometimes I think that... I mean, that's not, that's not really an excuse. <laughs> I love you so <laughs> no, it's, it's just, like the mother. It's like, I'm hitting you because I know. I you. <laughs> no, I think um, it's not 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 hitting somebody. It's like I'm trying to think about when I had those those emotions. I think it's when you I don't know. I, I feel like the the people that you love. I, I'm trying to think mm-hmm. about why why the people that I I love I tend to be harder on them, and I feel like I, I feel like it's because I I love them. I feel like it's because I love them the most, and I expect I expect them to understand me more than other people. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I kind of feel in when I'm. I was sort of thinking about that's how it kind of feels. It it really, it kind of lets me down, or it it makes me feel, yeah, yeah, makes me feel kind of kind of bad when you know I 
You say live. something to you, Chris, and it's just like, you understand, and like, you know I need help, you know, yeah. processing through things, and I'm not that strong, and I need help, and why aren't you there? You know this. You know? <laughs> you know, I think that's, that's what it is. You literally say that, and then, or, <laughs> and, or you'll follow up with, well, this is what you should have said. This is what you should have done. And then you proceed to reenact the situation, playing both parts, you and the other person. And then... And then I'm like, oh yeah, that does sound a lot better. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> Sometimes, like when, you, especially when you play it out and you speak in the third person to yourself, I'm like, oh man, that makes me feel really crappy. Like, it makes me feel like maybe I'm not as loving as I. No, you know what? You, you know, know it could be. You know what it is? It's it's. I I've I've done a lot of research on this. Really, research on myself. You know. Um, I don't know, after I have, like, a big anger event and then we talk about him, like, you know, Chris, maybe you could have responded like this or something. I think that that's sort of the way, I do a lot of self-talk, and that's kind of the way that I kind of talk to myself. Well, you know, you know, maybe, you can, like, the first thing you need to do is just, you know, take a breath. I don't think it's happening. Um, I don't think it's happening that way. Maybe you can look at it like this, or maybe you can look at it like that, mm -hmm. or, you know, um, kind of exploring it, but... That's why I think everybody, everybody responds, you know, just like the, the yelling, everybody responds to, to anger and disagreements differently. And you, you know, Chris, you may know how to uh, help yourself understand a situation better than I can or, or, you know, process anger in, in another way that, um, cause you know yourself better, you know, but mm -hmm. I can be there to, you know, age as much as I can. Um, but yeah, in those situations where I get mad, I say, Chris, you should have done this and stuff. I, I don't even think if you did that, it would have changed the situation. It's really, it, it comes all down to me, you know, mm -hmm. how I decide to react. You know, you can say, you know, I can get mad at you. You can say, whoa, baby, I love you. Okay. I'm here for you. Let's, let's take it down a notch and just, I could still be mad, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, even, even if you do that, you know, mm. sometimes I'm just blind to that madness. But it all comes down to me. And that's why I sometimes get mad at you because I'm like, you need to help me. But, you know, you, <laughs> I need to, I need to, you know, do a little bit more to, to help myself, you know? Um, hmm. You know, I mean, there's, there's only so much that another person can do. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of wanted to lead into a little bit about um, just BPD and and dating somebody with with BPD. Mm, um, the golden years, <laughs> um, the golden months. So, Chris, you remember? I guess. Do you remember when I had like a your first anger uh, anger fit or something? I feel like I was good most of the time. <laughs> well. See, I remember you, at the very, very beginning, you told me about these fits of anger and how you used to process them, but not anymore because you've grown. So you don't punch walls anymore. <laughs> um, but I, I, I was clear that, you know, I still have yeah. issues um, with it, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not physical anymore and I'm um, doing my best. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, I'm just, I'm just making <laughs> I'm just making I'm just saying. I, I told him. I told okay, I'm just making sure you I told disclose the information. All right, I feel on. like there should have been some videos. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, um, nope, but I, I just like, told you. I told you to sign here, sign here, sign here. <laughs> <laughs> like you've been disclosed. <laughs> I've disclosed all of it. Um no, I, yeah, I, I don't even remember the first time that you had like a big um anger flare up. Um, that's good because that means that it wasn't <laughs> that means that it that it wasn't that oh, I'm sure it wasn't there. it wasn't that uh, it was probably something related key. to your work because I remember I, the, during this first couple of months you were always very stressed uh, out yeah. about work and when you would try to like I, I would sometimes come home stressed out about work and then uh, when Chris would try to say something to me I would get mad at you be like that's a dumb idea what I got <laughs> I was like I'm sorry I'm sorry baby I'm sorry I'm just mad I'm just angry <laughs> yeah, you know? so it was probably work related the um, first time. But that's... I was like, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was. I think also because 
you know, it was new, the relationship. I mean, I don't think you ever had a anger flare-up, like, super intense during this first couple of months, I don't think. Um, but I think it also may be to do with being in a new relationship. You know, when you're in a new relationship, you don't have a lot of arguments and... Everything's rosy and peachy and yeah, rainbows. For the first two weeks, usually for me. And then after that, it starts going wow. downhill. So, I mean, but this was... I think this was the first relationship where I, I didn't feel like I was having um, those anger things. And that's... I think that a lot of that anger was stated because of you. You know, because mm-hmm. I... Not... not I, I told you because I didn't escalate things. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you 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 were um, you're calm, understanding, and loving, and and plus I I feel like um, you know I, I I should be thankful to boyfriends before because I I learned you know a lot about you know what I want out of a relationship, what I didn't, and how um, how I can kind of control. Um, my anger in relationships a little bit more, hmm. um, but I think the ad- pay tribute <laughs> to all those past boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the advice that I would give to somebody uh, with BPD that's starting out, you know, in a relationship or dating, um, they would question me about, you know, their anger. I just think you just, you need to be self-aware, mm-hmm. <laughs> self-aware that anger is going to happen, Mis- miscommunications are, are going to happen. And in, 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 in those moments of anger, I, I, there's a chance that anybody, anybody in anger can just um, see things illogically. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking about. Oh wait, but people with BPD. I wonder. You know, maybe maybe they'll experience anger in different ways. Like, oh, I don't get angry. What about that? But <laughs> but I think for the people with BPD that that maybe get into relationships and um, maybe have had something in the past like me where you maybe accidentally like uh, hit somebody or or, um, so like, uh, or verbally verbally. Um, I don't want to say ver- I don't feel like I verbally abusing anybody, but just got to like loud shouting matches and, and disagreements I think I think that that hmm you know now that I'm thinking about it um you know just like I said Chris when I got into a relationship with you um how how that anger wasn't as prevalent I think maybe you should look at the relationship that you're in that may have an effect on it well, because I I feel like a lot of the relationships that I got into this anger came from disagreements because I I felt like something was wrong or not connecting or something and I wanted it to but I was frustrated that it couldn't you know um, now that that I'm looking back on it I, I feel like that's or or yeah yeah I, oh, yeah I knew it wasn't wrong or I knew the the I knew the the partner was wrong or um I mean I some of it did come from, you know, not understanding myself how to process that stuff, but it was triggered by, especially thing, things in the relationship. So you may want to look at the, the relationship that you're if in. If you're always fighting. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, the other factor in that is your partner as well. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a partner who escalates things equally, if not more than what you would, that's definitely not going to help, I don't think, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a partner who is very short-tempered, who um, <clears throat> doesn't try to be understanding or doesn't care to, you know, better themselves or, you know, learn what to do better, um, then that's probably not going to help either reduce any infighting. And yeah. I think that's, uh, I mean, we have plenty of fights. I would, I guess an average normal amount of <laughs> that I would say for no, most couples, but um, I think that's the, the, the key part is that I don't think even when you are angry I don't think you do it and how, how do I phrase that like you know how some people are like 
Vindictive? Um, I guess. No. That's not where I was going. Never mind. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was, I was just going to say that, you know, some, some people are triggered very easily. Mm-hmm. I don't think you are triggered very easily. I think when you do have the flare-ups, it's not because you're triggered. It's because of something... An underlying... Uh... Something. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sure if that's making sense, but like yeah, I, I some I, people are just trying to like, uh, if the cup wasn't placed, you know, in the sink, yeah, that's the trigger. And yeah, there's just something, something explode. that something that needs to be addressed, and that's why I think I I separate myself or sort of think about, you know, how how I'm I'm thinking about. And I try not to be. I mean, I I I also try to be a very calming presence and. Even when you're angry, I try my best to remain calm and to, I try my best to listen attentively and try to understand what you're trying to say through the anger. (laughs) Um, But like to get to the point of what you're actually trying to say, you know, that's wrong so that I can, in in hopes that I can diffuse the situation or that I could, you know, um, Mm -hmm. make you understand whatever the misunderstanding is of course i don't always achieve that goal <laughs> and and, and and for me it's hard because i have like i mentioned that that trigger for me when, mm-hmm. when there's a very intense environment it's hard for me to stay in that place or to function properly i think like even though i'm calm like it's still like a lot of anxiety a lot of things are going on internally that i don't project because that's my way of keeping it together mm-hmm. at, the, at the time. So it can be it can be tough and daunting, but we get through it. And I think the other important part is that after the fights, we have the communication. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's like a day later or something, we actually sit down and talk and well, discuss what happened. Well, why. I feel like even if I'm... Even if I'm mad at you, I still tell you, you know, I love you before you go to work or I'll send you, you know, the I love you text mm-hmm. or, you know, I still try to, you know, cook dinner for you and stuff because I... Even if you're angry, here's your dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Here's your dinner. Because I, I still realize, you know, I'm going um, I'm, I'm to get over it, you know, but I just, I just need some time. And it's because I, I love you, but um, I... I just need some time and yeah. you know everybody everybody goes through anger um and in a relationship i, I think that we should um you know while, while we're trying to find out you know all the great things about somebody and all the the ways that they they love and what motivates them um we also find out you know what <laughs> what angers them how they how they uh handle anger that it's always been something really important, like it, um, how somebody loves, how nice they are, and happy they are, and that's always great. But it, it you have to wait until you know mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship, see when somebody is um, down, down or angry. Yeah, down or angry in a relationship, and that's when you'll see. I don't want to say the real them, but but a more uh, fra- fragile them, a more uh, emotional them, mm-hmm. and you'll see. And I guess what it will be like in those those hard times. Yeah. You know, what and, well, and will you will everything be okay or will this person always be lashing out or will they be um trying trying to help themselves and you know, how can you know, how can I modify myself? How can Chris modify himself a little bit um to help you know, help out your your partner in the way that they experience anger because that's what a relationship is is in a way it's taking the the other person that has differences Mm -hmm. and um trying to change them so that they're more like you (laughs) i mean that's that would be wonderful (laughs) um that kind of reminded me of that saying about um uh you should look for how the people don't look at how they treat their equal, but how they treat um, those below them, mm-hmm. and that's who their their true selves are. Like I think that's kind of like a, a, that, what you just said reminded me of that because it's very true that um, how they not only 
react or are in the moment with ang- with when they're experiencing anger, but also how they follow up with it. And <clears throat> and like what we discussed just earlier with that we at least communicate even if it's a couple of days back later. You know, we, we, we talk and we you express yourself. And that's usually the time when you're like, well, you should have said this. <laughs> or you should have done that. Um, but, you know, at least we're able to understand. We'll come to an agreement as to what happened and what we could do better moving forward. And, again, it's not necessarily about, um, like, creating that perfect outcome because it's never going to be the same. It's like, I don't think we can expect anybody to be the have a perfect response to something right because there's a lot of things to go in during this any specific moment in time so it's not about well um you just need to do better you know every time moving forward because i already gave you the information as to how to handle things right mm-hmm. so i mean we can't be perfect and you can't um hold those standards over people like i've told you many times you can't put me on a pedestal and expect me to act or be a certain way because I'm always, I'm never going to meet that, that standard, right? Mm, I think you told me that you were perfect when no. we got married. So. <laughs> no. You so said, you, I will never you fail. Should, <laughs> you should never put people on pedestals because they're always going to fail. And, you know, not, not because they, they're doing it on purpose or anything. It's just, that's human nature. We're never going to be perfect and we're going to fail and we're not going to do things the best possible way because there's a lot of things that go on within ourselves and then externally as well that have an impact on how do we act and all that stuff so well i wanted to um discuss uh we had some ways of um how how to help control anger uh counting to 10 uh, listening to your favorite music. Um, but I, I guess that's another another question that we can pose to our listeners. Uh, how do you? Yeah, how, how do you do like me and just kind of separate yourself and say, <laughs> give me a second? You know, do you... <laughs> um, how do you control your anger? Um, how do you process it? Yeah, how, how do you process it in, in, a, in a healthy way? You know, I guess even a, a better question is, you know, how did you process it in the past and what are you doing about it now you know i'm not i'm not happy about what i did in the past um punching doors at my house uh i think i pushed my mom one time um Mm, mm, mm. i know i'm not shaking my head but you know whatever guys you know yeah sure i punched a guy and, and 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 sure i pushed my mom but you know they're not pressing charges, and the statute of limitations has passed. So, <laughs> so I'm cool, and I, I've changed. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's not something that I'm I'm proud of. I can kind of look back at and be like, cool. But I'm glad that I I learned from those things. Um, so I wonder what you know other people's past has been and what they do now. So. Yep, email us at borderlineidealist at gmail.com. Let us know. Um, I think we've got a Facebook, too. We don't, oh, we, don't, we don't talk about Facebook a lot. But we have Facebook, we have yeah. Instagram. We don't really do Instagram. Mm-mm, but, I mean, you can always send us messages on there. The website, borderlineidealist.com. Yeah. There's a lot of ways for you guys to reach out if you want. So, we encourage you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode um, I think it was really good Education. episode, you know, kind of going, <laughs> uh, it's it nice to kind of go back and, and think about how, my, my evolution of, of trying to control <laughs> that, um, those jumps to mm-hmm. conclusions. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next, next Sunday and you know, for our our U.S. listeners, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving there, and, yeah. you know, oh. we're thankful for you listening to our our podcast and being here and YOLO. <laughs> well, which means, but we're not ending the show on YOLO. 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 Which means 
You only live once. Did you know that, Chris? You only, you only live once. No. You only. You only. You only live once. All right. All right, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.